This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. Coach, we're going to have fun today because the topic is going to be athletics today, big time athletics. We actually have um, a legend in the room with us, and, and I say that because I don't know him real well, but I've been involved for the last two years of hearing the name, and I was at a field dedication last year at Mount Pleasant Middle School. Was it the middle school? High school. The high school, where they dedicated an entire baseball field in his honor with his name at the top of the field at the scoreboard and everything. So I want to welcome to the show, Coach, Mr. Eddie Bassham. Welcome, Eddie. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me today. This is amazing to have you on the show today. Um, last year, I got to witness this naming, this field naming at Mount Pleasant High School of the baseball field, and I got to hear a little bit about you back then, and to have you on the show today is a great honor, so we're, we're happy to have you. Appreciate you having me today. I, I hope uh, they didn't tell you all the bad stuff as well, but probably you heard I haven't heard other. nothing but good stuff, Mr. <laughs> Bassham. And with me today on this first 20-minute uh, segment is Mr. Wayne Lindsay. <laughs> Wayne Lindsay is a school board member in District 10, but one of the big <clears throat> things that Wayne told me when he walked into the room today, he says, I am a former player of Mr. Bassham's. Welcome, Wayne. Thanks, thanks. We'll, we'll get into some good stories later. Those <laughs> All right, I can't wait. All right. Coach, did you have any questions right off? Because I, I see you. Questions, no, but I just, uh, just a couple of acknowledgments right. and stuff. Uh, Eddie and I, usually we, we met each other on opposite sides. I came in. Uh, to Columbia, working at, at Columbia Academy, and and our rival at the time, uh, both football and baseball and, and stuff like that, was uh, was Mount Pleasant. Sweet, and ran into him several times. Uh, and you know, like like most coaches around here, the days I had to go up against him were not necessarily good days for me. <laughs> <laughs> he had strong teams, man, and, and uh, but he was always a class act when he when we encountered each other. And uh, it was fun. It was fun going up against him, and because uh, you knew you knew there was going to be a good ball game. You knew his teams were going to be right. prepared and, and well coached. You hoped you hoped your team was ready to right. beat the challenge <laughs> because his team was definitely going to be ready to go. And uh, but uh, it was also very uh, kind of helpful to me. Uh, some of the stuff I I kind of stole a few things after watching him. Uh, you learn I, as you go. Yeah, you know, coaches. You know, as as a profession, coaches are not always the most innovative people in the world, but we're great thieves when we find oh, out something absolutely. that works. And he found, I found a lot of stuff that worked from him. I've learned that <laughs> in the, in the uh, communications business that it's good to learn from your colleagues and learn from your competition even. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Lindsay, you're the one that brought to my attention something very, very big happening with Coach Eddie Bassham. Would you like to share with our listening audience – what it is that we are going to be talking about today that he is up for right now? Sure, we, uh, Coach Bassam, actually, uh, he, he and I were talking. I don't know, a month or six weeks ago, somewhere around in there, and he he informed me that he had been notified that 
Yeah, I think it, is it January, Coach? January or February? January 20th. January 20th. Yep. January 20th, uh, Coach Bassham be inducted into the Tennessee Baseball Coaches Association Hall of Fame. So, wow. That's a, a great accomplishment for, uh, for him. Uh, 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 speaks volumes for what what he's he's done as a coach, and uh, also a great accomplishment for Mount Pleasant High School and Murray County Schools. Also, so. absolutely, Coach. Tell me something. Wow, what did it mean when you heard and got the notification from the Tennessee Baseball Coaches Association that you were going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame? And then we're going to talk more about some stories and some of the past. But that's just a, a an amazing amazing accomplishment. Right. Well, I appreciate it so much. And again, as you said, uh, when you hear that, you really don't know how to how to act or think. But really, I, I thought truthfully, I thought, well, you know, don't know deserving as such. But then, uh, you know, you think too all of the time and the work you put in, the many years and and, and everything. So uh, hopefully, you know that uh, we've done a little bit or done enough to to be honored as such. And uh, uh, again, I as uh, uh, Wayne knows as well, Pat Swallows and uh, that association, they, they do such a great job, and especially for high school baseball. They've done so much for high school baseball. I appreciate them and what they've done. The clinic is always good, getting the coaches together, together. Uh, the camaraderie there with the coaches as well, The, the, the just the clinic itself, the speakers and all the information that's brought forth there. So they, they've just done a great job with, with Tennessee High School Baseball, and I, I appreciate them so much and the job they continue to do as well. You know, as I'm listening to you talk and talking about how the, uh, these were all great things, I'm thinking about all those lives you touched, all those young men, women, people that you coached throughout the years. Because a coach makes a big difference in a, in a young person's life. They can really help guide them on the right track just by playing baseball. Um, so that in itself is a huge accomplishment. And then to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Mr. Lindsay, what did you think when you heard this? Oh, I, uh, I, I think my response to him there, that there's no one more deserving of it than, than him. Uh, he, he might can quote some numbers, but uh, I know uh, three state runner-ups uh, – probably has a sore spot in his uh somewhere that uh never that he got three silver balls but never a gold ball but oh man um but but that in and of itself uh uh is, is pretty spectacular uh numerous district championships numerous region championships uh uh you know the 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 wins and losses um uh, no, no doubt, uh, the the wind's racked up, uh, but but as you said, uh, the positive impact on on young people uh, is the uh, uh, probably the most important aspect of it. Yeah, uh, hopefully <clears throat> after the first break, I'll have Mr. Chris Pointer in here and maybe some others to talk and ask some more questions related to that. But when I think about coaching, I think about all the people that are affected. I was a baseball player when I was a young kid, and I wasn't very good at baseball, but I had fun playing, right? <clears throat> so I had this one breakout moment. I was late to the game. The coach yelled at me. He says, where have you been? We're already sharp people. Get out there. You're up to bat. And I looked up at the scoreboard, and it's like the ninth inning. We're losing one to nothing. There's two men on base. And I said, well, i got to make it happen, right? So you have that moment in life where you go, I'm just going to hit the ball as hard as I can. And I hit it, and it went over the fence. <laughs> So we won three to nothing at the bottom of the ninth, and I only played one bat. Hmm. But you know what? The coach is the reason why I did that. He's the one that led me. He got mad because I was late, 
But he also knew that if he gave me a, a mission, that I'd probably step up to the challenge. And that's what coaches do. Right. Right. And again, as you said, that's kind of we'll probably get into that more later as well. My philosophy has always been, as as uh, I tell you, and I've always said this: that we went out, we worked hard, uh, and uh, we put the time in. And I feel like that you know, if you if you do work hard, you're going to gain some level of success. That player themselves, I think, will get better. Our team will get better, and then from that overall aspect, then you know you're going to have some level of, of success, and we did. And uh, so, you know, as you said, you're, you're right, and, and again, that confidence the coach has in, in the players as well. And uh, you know, we we just learn learn those kids and what they can and can't do, and you know, just certain situations that you have to handle, just as the one you just described as well. So. Yeah, it was it was a great day. Um, I wasn't a star player, but I made a star. M- play that day and because i really and i valued the coach and you know and i, I felt like i disappointed him initially because i was late of course it was mom and dad's fault i didn't have a driver's license um but because of that i went out there and i just wailed that ball and managed to help us take them a win it wasn't like a championship game or anything it was just a regular game in the season but it was pretty spectacular i think when i hear your name and i hear talk about baseball and I said it earlier, Coach, um, <clears throat> Mike, legend. Oh, there, yeah. There's a lot to be said about somebody that has been – how many years did you coach, Eddie? Well, about 40. All 40 together. years. <laughs> Most people don't even work 40 years. They go 25, 30 years and say it's time to retire. So you've coached for 40 years. Yes, sir. Wow. Coach was uh, – I know you made your name, you know, you made your reputation, all that, at, at Mount Pleasant and, and – that's where I ran into you is while you were there. Did you uh, coach at any other schools? Yes. Uh, I retired at Mount Pleasant the first time uh, after, 20, 20, <laughs> I was say. Uh, after 29 years. And uh, Brandon and I, we actually started the uh, football program at Middle Tennessee Christian. They were okay. going to start their program, and Brandon was the uh, baseball coach there at that time. And uh, Brandon being his son. Brandon yes. my son, yeah. Okay. And, uh, right. And so he was he was there, and uh, uh, him and Mr. Watson were, were – uh, Mr. Watson was the head of the uh, the school at that time, and so they talked with me about starting the program. And so uh, I retired there. We went over and and uh, started that program. I helped Brandon then in baseball for those three years as an assistant and uh, as well. And uh, so we we started that program. So I was there for three years. Then, as you said, uh, they they decided to go bigger and better in the coaching realm. Uh, and uh, another story there, but but anyway, uh, uh, Club Academy baseball opened up. And as you said, of course, we were big rivals, and some people still question today, you know, why did you do that? But I'll tell you, it was, it was a great opportunity for me. I've been on both sides of that rivalry uh, yes, as well. And, and, and uh, uh, Right. And it was, and we, and we tell you, it was probably our biggest rivalry at the time. Now, Summertown, of course, was, was as well. But Columbia County was probably our biggest rivalry, no doubt. So, so I coached baseball there for three years. I retired again. Uh, so uh, and uh, so then uh, Eric and Derek, you know, uh, they get to call in, and so I, I go back at Mount Pleasant two different times, in fact, uh, and help them. Uh, so so yeah, I was at uh, Middle Tennessee Christian, then at uh, Columbia Academy as well. And he also uh, he also did the probably the craziest thing he's ever done. <laughs> was he put on the powder blue shirt and became an umpire for a little while. <laughs> wow. And, and, you know, shouldn't – of course, he should have known because the way we – you know, he, he watched what we did to umpires all the time. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. And I saw him walk right. out there one day. I was, I was umpiring – or I was, you know, I was coaching the game. He walked out there to the home plate to meet. And I was, 
what are you doing in this shirt? You know, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah. but, uh, right. but yeah, it was, uh, I had several interactions with him on that. And like I said, it was always very, very competitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of times, you know, the team that I was involved with and stuff, we, we'd get him down early and then you'd see him pull, you know, you just, you know, he just, they come off the field. We, we just had a big set of runs. We got a bunch of runs. He just waved them in there and he'd get in the huddle. Couldn't hear much, you know, cause he never was, you know, to me, he, you know, when I, when I observed him, he was intense, but I never saw him get really, really loud. All right. But you could just you tell. You didn't see him very often. Yeah, well, okay. I, I didn't get to see him. We're gonna, I'm going to have got a question but, for uh, you, Wayne. But all of a sudden, you know, he, the team came out with a new energy, or he'd come up with some kind of little strategy that would just, you know, tear us up, you know, you know it'd be a bunt here or a hit and run here or something like that, and you'd just stretch our defense to something that we weren't. You know, he had a pretty good eye figuring out where your right. weaknesses were and then exploiting those, and, and that would be the most frustrating thing. You know, I, I say frustrating out of admiration. Right, and right. Like I said, most of my interaction was trying to beat him, and I didn't do that very well. <laughs> <laughs> well, in your in your conversation, Wayne said you didn't really you weren't really around him as much. So Wayne, I'm sure there were some intense moments. Wayne, you have you have a, a great history with Coach Bassham and. Tell me a little bit about that history. And, of course, you said that you played for him at Mount Pleasant High School, right? I did. All right. So, I actually played – I played high school baseball for five years. Um, Back when – when I was at Mount Pleasant High School, uh, we didn't have a middle school. Okay. So, uh, elementary school was K through six, and then you went to the high school. Uh, for middle and high school. For starting in the seventh grade. Well, TWSAA rules say that if you're in the same building, you can play high school sports for five years. So, I, I uh, actually played on the varsity team uh, as an eighth grader. Uh, so, uh, so I, I, I got – I got more of him than anybody. Probably. There you go. Uh, except uh, 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 his son Brandon, and he mentioned him a while ago. And I, I'm going to throw this in before we before I forget it. But uh, the apple didn't fall far from the tree because Brandon uh, is now, of course, Brandon being his son, the head coach at Eagleville High School, uh, and is the two times state defending champion. Wow! Uh, you so, taught your son well too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've done told him you're making me look bad, and he said, "Well, Dad, Dad, evidently you taught me too much." I said, "Well, I, I, maybe that was what it was. I don't know." But, but yes, as Wayne said, he uh, he done a great job over there. He sure has, and they they won it now two years in a row, and we're just tickled to death, you know, with that. But then he does he does a great job with those kids over there, and got a good program and as well. And uh, as Wayne said, uh, Brandon played for me as well all the way up. In fact, of course, started I think in t-ball with him uh, all the way through baseball and. And uh, and so we we would been together there and in the Middle Tennessee Christian. So we've always had uh, uh, more than I think a father son relationship there. You know, we've just uh, been able to coach together, and it's just been a, a blessing and a joy to be able to do that as well. So I'm sure you're going to get Wayne's going to get into more of, of some of these stories too. Uh, <laughs> That's along, what I'm waiting uh, along for along the way. But uh, right, but. Uh, a little intense, yes. At times, you know, a little, maybe a little intense. But uh, and then, as, as Mike said uh, there too, and I kind of will throw this in and know uh, it's a pun or whatever. But anyway, yeah, we, we we did have a few come to Jesus meetings from time to time, <laughs> and it seemed like after those, for some reason, we, we played a little better. Or things you know, things kind of turned around. But, but anyway, we, we did have to call them together every now. And you remember that, don't you, Wayne? Well, I remember several of those. Uh, you know, Coach Lyle said. Uh, from his experience with him, 
uh, he spoke about him being calm and not very loud. And, and uh, so I have to question how much experience he had because that wasn't the coach by Sam. That, that, uh, <laughs> well, usually, usually when I was running into him, he was on top of the game. Well, you, know, he, he now, was, you know, he was beating me down, and so that, I was the one doing the yelling. That, that, that's the difference. Uh, uh, I always question how much he liked to win. I I'm not sure he really liked winning, but he hated to lose. <laughs> there you go. He, he hated to lose. He, he hates to lose today. I, of if, if we If we started playing cards in here and he didn't win, he may flip the table over. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, and, and, and We'd have to come to Jesus, wouldn't we? I, no, that, would. <laughs> but I, I'll tell one of those uh, come to Jesus stories that uh, um, uh, this was uh, – trying to think what year it would have been uh maybe my sophomore year which would have been like i said would have been my third year with him and uh as he said columbia academy was our biggest rival uh and uh thinking back to the five years that uh, uh that i played um I'm going to give Mount Pleasant High School a plug. We beat them more than they beat us in those five years. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, those, those yeah I, I, I went against them. I was there when we were going through some of that. <laughs> but they they got us our, our yeah. sophomore year one day. Um, and uh, it was a Tuesday. Never forget it. Uh, we played Columbia Academy on a Tuesday, and they, they beat us. I don't, I don't remember how – it didn't matter how bad they beat us – he didn't. He didn't like to lose, and he hated to lose the Columbia Academy worse than he hated to lose to anybody. Right. Well, uh, we had originally had a game scheduled with Giles County for the next day. They were supposed to. We were supposed to play it on Wednesday, and uh, at our place. And and back then we didn't have a, a field at the school. We played it at the Bay Ruth Field, hired field there in Mount Pleasant, and uh, so we. Uh, we were supposed to play Giles County on Wednesday. Well, Tuesday before the game, Coach tells us, says, we're not playing tomorrow. Something's come. There's been a conflict or whatever, so we'll have no game tomorrow. So we so we get beat by Columbia Academy on Tuesday. And, of course, the game's over. And he tells us, you better bring your stuff tomorrow to get ready to practice. I don't know how long we'll be there. So, so anyways, we, we show up, and, and we go to Howard Field to practice, and uh, – we we start off by taking infield, and he starts in left field. And every time somebody dropped a ball, made a bad throw, whatever, we, he put us on the line and just ran the dog out of us. <laughs> just tried to, to get, and, and this goes on, I don't know, for an hour. Wow. And we never get out of the outfield because anytime somebody messed up, we'd go run and start back at left field. We never even got to infield. But uh, so he's killing us. I don't know how many. I don't know how many sprints we've run. Um, <laughs> And we look up, and a Giles County school bus pulls in Howard Field parking lot. And uh, we're all thinking, what's going on? And and, and their team shows up, and there had been uh, uh, some misinformation there. And they show up, and, and we're going to play. And so, you thought you weren't playing. But yeah. We, but it was like – the Savior had returned when that bus <laughs> because we knew all this was going to stop. So, anyways, uh, he had to go to the school. He pulls out some old 1975 jerseys, gives to us. We play, and you can bet we were not going to lose that game that day. And he hated be- losing. Oh, well, he'd already tried to kill us. So, if we lost that game on Wednesday, we knew we would die. But we won that day. I don't know if Coach remembers it, but we beat them 17-16. to 16. 
Do you remember, Coach? I remember it was a high-scoring game. Yes. Well, the, yeah. Nobody yeah. had any legs and, and, left. And, and we didn't have anybody could pitch. We were all about to die because he, <laughs> he doesn't run our legs, though. But, uh. All right. Well, this is great. I love hearing the past stories. Um, we're here with Coach Eddie Bassham, who is the Tennessee Baseball Coaches Association Hall of Fame inductee. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back with Mr. Wayne Lindsay and Mr. Eddie Bassham, along with Drake Colley and Coach Mike, after a few words from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Caledonian Financial is a full-service family financial planning firm. What we mean by that is we will work with young clients, assisting them with budgeting and rods, young families with college planning, life and disability insurance, older clients as they bring in 401k rollovers and seek advice for estate and tax planning. And finally, our elderly clients when it comes to the distribution phase of their retirement plan and long-term care options. This is Daisy Cook with Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. Attention, Middle Tennessee. Ready to unlock the secret to faster, easier weight loss? Introducing the revolutionary weight loss injection that's changing lives. Now at the Dr. Gill Center. Shedding those extra pounds has never been simpler. It's quick, it's effective, and it's here to help you. Imagine stepping into a slimmer, healthier you. Our experienced team is here to guide you every step of the way, ensuring you achieve your weight loss goal. The Dr. Gill Center is looking for 10 people who have more than 15 pounds to lose in the next 30 days. Call 615-882-4838 today and start your journey to a new you. Built to win. Touchdown, Alabama! Built for championships. Throws intercepted, Alabama! Built by Bama. Alabama is still Alabama. The Crimson Tide play here. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide take on LSU at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Our coverage begins at 3.30 on your home for Alabama football. The Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. 
Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM WKOM. In the studio, I have Coach Eddie Bassam, the Tennessee Baseball Coaches Association Hall of Fame inductee. Thanks for coming, Coach. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you having, having me with us with you. Also, Mr. Wayne Lindsay, former player of Mr. Bassham. Um, Coach Mike, of course, and in addition to our earlier guests I have with me joining now is Mr. Drake Colley, sports personality here at WKOM, WKM, KRM radio stations. Welcome, Drake. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Drake loves sports, so I called him this morning and said, hey, what are you doing? He says, yeah, I'll be there. Uh, and also in the studio now I have Mr. Chris Pointer, our Murray County Public Schools District Athletic Director. Welcome, Chris. Good morning. Good to have you back on the show. I haven't had you this year, I don't think. Um, so we'll make sure we'll invite you back again here soon. I'd love to do it. I'd like to get the Withharn Middle School um, Championship football team on very soon. Yeah, that'll be good. They'll love to do that. Yeah, I think that'll be a great show. So before the break, Wayne, you were telling us a little bit of uh, a story, and I was we were all laughing. It was great to hear um, how the coach set you up on the field. And, and, Coach, during the break, you told us something interesting. What was it you said? Well, it's, Wayne was referring to that, that game that day with, with Giles County, and, and uh, he's right. And I, I called and canceled that game because, like he said, I, I was so mad. i just put it put it bluntly that uh, I said, well, you know, and basically I, I think I told him, I said, mate, just, just bring your shoes tomorrow to practice, so it's all you're going to need. But as he said, we, we were working out that day, and every mistake they made, I'd stop and we'd start, we'd start running, and then uh, we'd run so many, and we'd go back and start again. Well, if they made a mistake, well, we'd run again. Well, I, I, and all of a sudden, the school bus pulled up Giles County, and I still today I don't remember how uh, how that ever came about because I, I did call and, and cancel the game. But anyway, they showed up, and we played this game, and I, I couldn't remember the exact score. I knew we won, and it was a high scoring game. Wayne said it was seventeen to sixteen, and I think he said he said I think we used about every pitcher we had because I, I know we didn't have any legs left that day. But, <laughs> but anyway, we uh, we we pulled it out, and so right. But uh, yeah, we had uh, a lot of a lot of good memories. Uh, Wayne them, like I said, Wayne played on one of my uh, state tournament teams. Was uh, one one of our, our main pitchers there, and he he might want to tell this story too. And I really think we had the best team that year, uh, in and uh, in, uh, in, uh, in '98, and uh, uh, it, it came basically a tornado that night. Uh, and uh, we, it was playing Coalfield, and Wayne could have pitched the next day. Well, then, and I got on Marbit when it's all over. Marbit and the crew runs out there, and they fix the field. And I'm like, <laughs> Marbit, Marbit. And he said, well, if you'd have told me, I said, well, I was trying to tell you. Well, they run out there. But anyway, we, we ended up playing way up into the night. Yeah, 14 innings. Uh, 14 right? innings up into the night and lost that game. And Wayne could have come back and pitched the next day. And truthfully, I think we could have beaten him the next day with Wayne throwing because – uh, well, I think he, if I remember right, he was undefeated that, that year pitching. And and um, not only myself, but I, I can tell you our team had all the confidence in the world when Wayne was on the mound. We were just a, a different team. Uh, but uh, anyway, we that was one, one of the stories as well that, that you know, just Did a, you say it was a a bad weather? Or just, oh, just... it came uh, – it was basically a tornado, yes. And it stopped it stopped the game. And, of course, it poured down rain. And, and as I said, then all that passed. And, and the Marvitz crew, and they run out there and fixed the field. You know, I'm – but uh, yeah, so they'd put that on over to the next day. Then Wayne could have pitched the next day. But but anyway, so that's you know how things go. But we end up losing that game, and as you said, I believe in fourteen innings uh, to Coalville that year. So I'm joining the party a little bit late, Coach. Um, 
three times a bridesmaid, as we talked about during the break, uh, for the as as far as the state championship goes, a three time runner up. Uh, and I know you look back on those games uh, affectionately and and with a little disdain of of, of getting that close and 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 uh, and coming in. Well, not winning the championship. Let's put it that way. And who, over over your forty years of coaching, what about some? What about some? Uh, and of course, Wayne's here, and 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 he's an important part of of those teams that went to the state tournament. What about some coaches and some other players and some administrators in those schools that you dealt with over the year that kind of stand out? Maybe other coaches of other teams that helped your career move along gave you some gave you some knowledge and some coaching as a younger coach, a younger man moving up in other baseball programs, people in the school administration, some assistant coaches. Does anybody jump out in well, your mind that you that you'd like to talk talk yep. about and maybe thank and <clears throat> well, that yep. you remember affectionately, maybe or not so affectionately. <laughs> right. I, you know, I don't know. You know, could have been that rival right. over there at Columbia Academy. Exactly. Well, uh, let me say, and, and, and you brought that up, Governor, and I'm glad you did. Uh, I, I got to start because of uh, uh, Jack Lightfoot and W.C. Johnson, mm-hmm. and uh, W.C. Johnson was my baseball coach in high school of course legendary basketball coach from mount pleasant hall of famer uh, as well bad health now and he's with his uh, son in, in in georgia living down there now and I, I speak with him on the phone every now and then but uh anyway i think wc had a great influence on a lot of people did with me as well and i've heard that uh, through the basketball through through my years yes. of officiating basketball i've heard that going to mount pleasant and, and mount pleasant Folks, people talking about W.C. Johnson yes. and what a, what a, like you said, what a, what an impact he had on on students, his players, yeah. uh, and, and and fellow faculty members. Right, right, he did. He's a fine man, a good man, as you'll find anywhere. And and as you said, a great basketball coach as well. And and uh, those guys down there still talk about him as well too. And no doubt, <clears throat> he's a legend. You call me a, a legend. I don't know that. Excuse me, I am or not, but I, I promise you, he is a, a legend. But anyway, I think he had the, probably the greatest impact uh, on me. As <clears throat> other than uh, uh, my father was a, uh, uh, a baseball man, uh, he was a very good independent baseball player. We'd go up on Sunday. We enjoyed going up and watching those guys play on Sunday afternoon. And uh, uh, he was a home run hitter. And I have. People today still tell me, so well, we used to just love to go up there and watch and watch Harold hit the ball over, uh, over the no, trees no. Or, or in the in the in the field up there. But let uh, me break in real quick. Tell tell our listeners real quick about an independent baseball player because I don't I don't think people <clears throat> understand what an independent baseball player was nowadays <clears throat> as opposed to when you were growing up right. watching your. At that, at that time, of course, on, on Sunday they played what they said that independent baseball, where again uh, they put teams together, and it may have been I, th- I know Montana had at one time mm-hmm. just an outstanding you know uh, baseball team. I think the old Rockdale Furnace uh, back in many, I'm talking now many years ago. People don't you know what I'm talking about. Of course, Sandy Hook had teams. Red Nichols was probably one of the most famous names around with independent baseball. My daddy played for Red Nichols, and Red had a uh, I guess you kind of say a hand picked team 
so to speak, because the the better players played for for Red Nichols. Uh, the Lindsays from Columbia played for Red Nichols, for example. Y'all probably remember them. Kind of like the old Action Properties back in the days when they played softball, when they sponsored right. softball, right? And had had right. terrific teams that went so, all around the southeast right. and won tournaments. Right. So they these were just men that uh, you know still played baseball. And they played on Sundays and. Uh, Anyway, that uh, my, my dad played a lot of that baseball, and as I said, so now of course story goes, and I don't have that. We get in that redneck was paid players to pl- to pay for him with the, in the, in the okay. because he, he was another big baseball man there in Mount Pleasant as well. But but anyway, there there were some really good players in the, in those leagues. Uh, sure and so it's pretty amazing to, for me to think about. I'm 42. I know Chris is 41. Chris played college baseball uh, as well. <clears throat> I can't hardly get out of bed in the morning. I can't imagine being 42 and going to play baseball on Sunday afternoon. And see, those guys back then were just built different. And, oh, yeah. You know, I talked to my dad. My dad played a little independent ball as well. I mean, and I remember as a kid watching him, and he had to be in the mid-40s. And I'm like you, I'm thinking about right now. I've, I'm getting out of bed this morning thinking – Man, I'm just trying to put my shoes on and, and go to work. I, I can't hardly throw with my kid in the yard without getting on, so I can't imagine going to pitching on Sunday afternoon. And I, I think, you know, I, I, I think those guys, like you guys growing up that played a lot of baseball, uh, your dad uh, just loved it so much. You know what I mean? And he kept – and, and he kept – it, it kept him connected with baseball, independent baseball right. playing, kept him connected, connected with other teammates, and uh, just something he really enjoyed and loved. Right. And I, and, and so right. it, you talking about that, you you kind of through osmosis and traveling, going on Sundays with him, it just kind of – it just kind of seeped into your skin too, didn't it? Uh, no doubt it did. He, he gave us the love of the game, and and uh, we we still have that love and as well because he he really loved it and enjoyed it, and and we have to. And we've had a you know we've been blessed so much through it as we've talked about through my family with with uh, Brandon and myself and uh, you know brother as well, and you know the, we we've enjoyed. Uh, baseball so much and it's meant so much to our family too you know throughout the year so right but then as you said going down through there of course uh, rick haddock uh you know at summertown you know he's a hall of famer now uh we've butted heads uh several times to <laughs> coach pickle coach pickle at, at central as wayne's already mentioned uh there too i don't know we played them a whole lot we, we just scrimmaged them quite quite often uh too and uh, i remember him as well and so and as mike said and then what you do then you, you watch these guys and see what what works and of course, I know you have your own philosophy, but then you, you use some of those things so throughout, you know, down the line as well. You, you incorporate that into your game too. So, so no doubt you, you learn as you go along and, uh, pick up things. And I said, that's why I, I always like the clinic too that, uh, that the Tennessee Association puts on because they always had the, the college coaches and the, even some of the professional coaches there as well, you know, throughout the years. And, and I said, this is just a great, you know, uh, deal of information there that, that the coaches can use as well. So. Going back to my time when 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 I was playing, uh, talking about coaches, um, Coach Lee Hayes, he, he, he's passed, <clears throat> passed away now, but he uh, head coach at Columbia Academy. Uh, I, I would venture to say that Coach Hayes liked to beat Coach Bassham more than he liked to beat anybody else, and but the feeling was mutual. <laughs> I, I guarantee you. Uh, but uh, you know that they uh, that there was a great we talked about a great rivalry between Mount Pleasant. Uh, high school baseball in Columbia Academy during those days, and uh, you know, it, 
no doubt it was a bitter rivalry at times, but but now as time has passed and look back on it, um, uh, I'm sure Coach Bassam would say the same thing. Uh, you look back and see that Coach Hayes was a great baseball guy. He he was a great competitor. Uh, a re- you know, and and uh, but th- those are some of the memories I have, and I'm sure Coach Bassam does what? too what? Uh, of those rivalries. Now, Wayne, I. I have called used to call a little basketball back in my day and uh was on the officiating end of it and uh now from what i understand coach bassam you do a little umpiring uh nowadays is that is that correct well uh, thanks to wayne uh, he, of course he's over, he he's wayne, over, you get a lot of credit uh, he, he's over the association and and uh of course nowadays truthfully and you know, Y'all, y'all know as well. You know, it, it's hard to get enough officials today. But, and uh, people still ask me. And I, I just went to Lewis County a couple of weeks ago, and and one of the guys on the sideline down there said, "So, you know, so how much longer are you going to do this, coach?" And I said, "Well, you know, as long as as my legs will hold up." And uh, uh, as you said earlier, still being part of the game is uh, to me just uh, so enjoyable. Uh, so I still try to get out there and hope I can con- continue to as well. Uh, so officiating both the baseball and football. But um, right, but but I've enjoyed it very much. I really have, and it it because you're on the other side. And I think Wayne, when I'm told me when I got into when I, you know you're gonna have to take some of those same things you dished out for many years. And I said, Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's so, why I looked at you so cross-eyed when I walked up. And I, what are you even wearing that shirt? <laughs> and that's so, that's kind of what I was getting at, Coach Bassam and Wayne. Now you know, playing for Coach Bassam, yeah. I'm sure there was times where. The strike zone, what the umpire was calling about behind the plate, uh, Coach Bassett didn't quite agree with, and he was. I mean, how how volatile did it get? <laughs> did he did was was he towards umpires? I'm sure he'll admit it now, but uh, <laughs> most umpires probably hated when they got him out Pleasant High School assignment. Mm-hmm. It, it's no doubt because it it was going to be a, a rough day. They knew they were going to hear unless if if they messed something up, they were going to hear about it. And especially if we got down by a run, <laughs> it, was, it was fixing to intensify even more. But, Folks, uh, let, let, let's let's get a story going here, and and I want to ask this personally, um, and. Uh, Chris, Drake, uh, Wayne, anybody can chime in, Coach Mike. What was your favorite memory out of the whole 40 years that you think back to and you're sitting with your friends and you got to tell the story about? Do you have one of those? I know you do. Uh, f- favorite memory? I can't, there, truth there, there are so many. We've, we've had so many you know, ups and downs, you know, as you said, uh, uh, and, and baseball and, and memories that, that have, uh, you know, that – I don't know if they really put one. Uh, to, of course, you that, uh, and then a lot of times, in, uh, and I think in a lot of sports, but that that first year that we went in '89, uh, that we went to the uh, state tournament, uh, you know, that just seemed to be, uh, you know, such a, a big win, such a big, uh, you know, event at that time. Uh, you know, that uh, first time I think Mount Pleasant ever been, and and uh, and it, 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 so that one to me, uh, we we beat Columbia Academy, uh, if I remember correctly, to to get there, and um, I've forgotten who we who who we beat to actually get to the state, but to get out of the, Perry the district County, region, Perry County. You're right, Perry, and that's another story. Wayne's right; he has my memory kind of gone, but he has to refresh every now and then. <laughs> I wasn't uh, eight years old, didn't I? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, you're wanting a story, so I'll tell you one. All right. Uh, 
uh, because W.C. Johnson told me this very thing. Perry County comes in and they've got this this outstanding pitcher. Well, about the about the third or fourth inning, we're down ten to nothing, and W.C. Johnson gets up and leaves. And he told me the next day, he said, Coach, I have to admit, at school, he said, said, I left you. He said, I thought you, I thought you was done. <laughs> uh, we scored three in the, uh, again, memory serving, right? We scored three and scored five, and it, it gets into the it gets into the bottom of seventh. We're, we're down 10 to nine, and uh, Brian Buckner hits a home run. We win that thing 11 to 10. Oh my God! We beat them. Uh, wow, that's and, uh, a good memory. And, uh, I mean, right, so that's a good so, big time. Uh, so that that was, as you said, no doubt one of the biggest wins, and also, of course, to get to the state tournament. But yeah, it was a Brian hits a home run with a man on in the bottom of seventh, and somehow we win that thing. I don't know how. But what did W. C. Johnson say? He, well, the next day is what he said. He said, well, "Coach, I, I'm sorry I left you because he said I thought you were done. So you was down ten to nothing, and it was I think about the fourth inning. In fact, I mean, we had to score a few runs." to keep it being the run rule. And uh, so oh, we, that's right. you we, we scored we scored three runs, I believe, and then four. I don't remember exactly how it went, but it, we, I do remember the home run in the bottom of the seventh to win the thing. So, And I, I'll be true with you. I think the only way we beat them was that they, he took that pitch out in about the fifth or sixth inning, and I, I, I'll never forget that. I think the third baseman, I stand there in the coach's box, and he said, please don't take him out when he took him out. And I don't know we'd ever beat him if he took it because that picture, I can't remember the name, was really good that year for them. But uh, Well, over, over your past four, <clears throat> 40 years of coaching in this southern middle Tennessee area, and me as just a baseball fan looking from the outside in, it's been a lot of good local talent. I mean, there, I mean there's been some real baseball players that have come – and be- great baseball team. So we're talking about Legion ball. We're talking about uh, Little League All-Stars. We're, I mean, Babe Ruth. We're talking about a number of – can you name – can you give us – and I know you've got players like Wayne. You've got, But can you name maybe over your coach – over your years of coaching, maybe three of your top three baseball players. And I'm not talking about guys that went on to major leagues or on to play college. I'm just talking about on – on high school level, three guys that might stand out, and they can be players of yours or players on another team. Can you name three of us for three of them for us? Look, Richie Eastup at, at uh, mm-hmm. Tommy Academy, I thought was one of the better, you know, that, that we faced. Now, you know, during the time that we we went through in all your years of coaching, you, that, that I mean, you putting him up there, Richie, pretty Richie, much. Richie okay, was, Richie was pretty good. He sure was overall, right. Now, of course, there were others, and as Wayne said, and because you know, I, I can't leave out my own, but I think Jeff Roberts and Wayne were two of the better two, and I, I had I had several. Uh, the Tootin' Kid for me through in the nineties uh, there in '04, so uh, Nayland Roberts so, mm-hmm. was was a good athlete as well. But but again, you know, there there were several, but but yeah, as Wayne said, and he can tell you the. Uh, the Burlesons at Summertown, uh, for example, uh, and uh, uh, were, were always good. So, so they had some top athletes down there as well. So, uh, right. So we we faced several good ones during our time. We, we sure did. So, well, we know that Mike Smithson out of uh, Hickman County played for the Boston Red Sox. Now that was probably a little bit before. Was that yeah. Mike before your time? Right. Uh, before you came in, but uh, and then Dave Hall, Coach Hall's son. Uh, 
played in the minors for the Boston Red Sox also. Okay. So there's been some terrific okay. and coach and coach Painter's son John, who's my age, was a good ball player. Okay. So there's been some great players from this area moved on to CSEC and help improve their program and make their Columbia State's program. A terrific baseball program also. Well, this is so much fun. We could have a four-hour show here today, I'm telling you. You get into the storytelling and everything, but I have to take a break um, so we can get the bills paid. So we'll be back with Coach Eddie Bassham, um, Wayne Lindsay, Drake Colley, Chris Pointer, and Coach Mike and myself after a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Murray County Volunteer Firefighters provide fire and rescue services to Murray County residents like you. I'm Savannah Madison, Public Information Officer with Murray County Fire. Our department serves over 600 square miles, and as a volunteer department, we rely on community donations to operate. You can also support by joining our department. We help you obtain the certifications to become a support member or firefighter. Learn more about making a tax-deductible donation or becoming a firefighter at murraycountyfiretn.org. That's murraycountyfiretn.org. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Mark your calendar for our annual estate and antique event November 3rd and 4th. Explore jewelry from Victorian, Art Deco, and Retro Eras. Each piece is unique window into history. With a dazzling inventory worth millions of dollars, you'll find a treasure that suits your budget. Bring a friend, take a stroll through history. Who knows, you might just find the perfect piece to take home. Don't miss out on this grand event. Join us November 3rd and 4th at Tillis Jewelry. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. 
You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus on Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast. I don't know if I said that right, but they got the gist of it. Man, I'm having a great show. I'm, I'm actually having fun here tonight, today, talking to Coach Eddie Bassam, Mr. Wayne Lindsay, Drake Colley, Chris Pointer, and Coach Mike. And we have with us a legendary baseball coach that is being inducted into the Hall of Fame at the Tennessee Baseball Coaches Association. Congratulations again on that amazing, amazing accomplishment. And I know during the break, Mr. Coach Bassem, we were talking about some more stories. And I think either Chris Pointer or Wayne, you were talking about you'd like to share another story. Um, I don't know what you guys have or, or Coach, if you have a story, but we don't have a lot of time. So who's up? Who wants to tell well, something? Well, I'll, All right, Wayne. I'll go quick, but uh... – um, you know, Coach Bassham, there, there was a always an expectation to win. It it, it wasn't uh, win, winning didn't happen by accident with us. And and uh, as, as I said earlier, I don't think he really liked to win. He just hated to lose. Hated to lose. Uh, but uh, and, and I won't say. But there there were certain teams that he didn't just expect to to, to beat. He, he expected us to to really <laughs> pile it on. But and, and I won't name the school. Uh, <laughs> Columbia but, uh, Academy. No, it, no, it really no. wasn't. But, 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 but we go to a place to play one, one day, uh, and, and we were expected to win and expected to win big, and, and we did win big. We, we, we run rule this team in five innings, but we didn't get a bunt or two down or, or, or something happened during the game. So we practiced on their field when the game was over. Uh, even and, though you won. Even though we – and won big, won by 10, 11, 12 runs, and – Everybody leaves, and their coach is hanging around waiting to turn the lights off because we're practicing on their home field. <laughs> uh, but but that that's just a testament to uh, uh, why Coach Bassham was different than a lot of folks. It, like I said, we uh, he, he said it earlier. We we worked hard. He 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 had high expectations for us, uh, not just as a as a player, but he had high expectations for us as people, as human beings. Uh, he, he expected us to act right. Uh, coach, coach Bassam taught in the day where he could pull that paddle out and, and, uh, Ooh, uh I remember those use days. that thing too. So that, uh, uh, there was a, uh, there was a certain amount of, there was a great amount of respect we had for Coach Bassham, and and it boils down to the expectations he had for us. And I can tell you still have that today. Oh, no doubt. And I, and I, you t- said you guys talk regularly, right? Oh, it, it, for for uh, and the last couple of years, Coach Bassham's kind of gotten where he, he can't, uh, uh, or, or we thought he couldn't work as much on the field. But <laughs> but he and I worked on the same football crew. We officiated football together for about ten years, and and worked. We were together every Friday night. So uh, those are pretty special times. You don't like missing a game, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> to this day, you still go to all the baseball, as many games as you can. Well, uh, no, of course, Brandon coaching. We 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 do go over there quite a bit, uh, several times a week. And if not, and as Wayne said, I, I do some officiating. And then if not, then I'll walk across the street to to watch the, the remind, high school. Remind right. folks, Brandon is his son, and he's currently the coach at Eagleville. Eagleville, who has won the last two years the state championship. Correct. That's some wow, great that's training a, that's right there. Else. Absolutely. That's terrific. Right. 
Sure is. That'll make you proud. <clears throat> oh, make very you proud. proud dad. Very proud. Proud dad. And exactly. you get to go up there and watch them. And, you get to go and, and watch them. And cheer them on. And that's, right. that's got to be something right. special. Right. Absolutely. Gene Manise, the first year, uh, uh, let me hand out the state championship trophy. I, I was there. Oh, wow. Uh, so, uh, Brandon and I have been the uh, field coordinators for the state tournament as well. Uh, and uh, the last, I think now, about 10 years or maybe more uh, since we were at Middle Tennessee Christian. Uh, so we've been what they call the field coordinators for the state tournament. So I, I get to sit over in the chair and watch the game and, and I drink Coke Olas, but uh, make sure they, everything runs make smooth. Make sure everything runs field, smooth. Right? Basically, that, that's basically what it is, Drake. Right? But uh, I've enjoyed that so much as well. So, right. Uh, but anyway, so. that sounds amazing. <clears throat> and the fact <clears throat> that your the dad gets to coach the son right. who is now doing so well in his career. Right. Well, I guess that's a great segue to go ahead and finish the show up with some shout-outs because we've got about five or so minutes left. So, Coach, I'm going to start with you on the shout-outs on the Big L School Bus. What do you have for us today? Uh, a <clears throat> quick shout-out to all my family. Again, I appreciate them so much uh, and as well. And then, as I've always said, just told one Monday, uh, to all those players that play for me, again, I, I, I give them, uh, you know, the credit for, for my success and what awards I get. I really do, uh, you know, and so I, I appreciate each, each and every one of them so much and also the guys that were my assistant coaches along the line as well. So, so uh, I, I give a shout-out to all those guys as well. So. Well, awesome shout-out. Mr. Chris Pointer, what's your shout-out for today? Uh, hopefully I don't get too long-winded. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Mike will let us know if we go over. But um, my shout-out is for Coach Eddie Bassham. Um, and I knew and heard of Coach Bassham, you know, kind of growing up. And, and I was fortunate to play with a lot of players that he coached in post-ball. And it it was a special time when Columbia and Mount Pleasant and a few from Spring Hill were able to get together. And we were able to try to build, you know, somewhat of a powerhouse team. And, you know, that's how I was able to meet Wayne. And, you know, I played third base at the time and he pitched and, you know, was able to just to watch their dominance. But the the, the point I want to make is is how how special Coach Bassham is. And I've met him at various times, you know, as an athlete, but – I truly got to understand the type of man that he was and type of coach he was when they did the field dedication ceremony. It's pouring down, raining outside. We weren't able to do everything that we wanted to do. And we did the ceremony in the auditorium, and it Mm -hmm. was packed full of former players. And there was a moment where Coach Basham, big tough guy that ran kids' cleats off, got choked up. Of course. And when he got choked up, all his players got choked up. All these grown men <laughs> got choked up. And that's powerful. That tells you the type of man that this individual was, is, how special he is, and the memories that everybody could talk to. And, and my shout-out is to Coach Addy Bassham for the lives that he's changed, the lives that he's touched. I am honored to know him, uh, and I'm honored to even be in his presence today. And I, and I thank you for the <clears throat> effort and the work that you've given and the dedication to, to Murray County Public Schools, to the game of baseball, and, and young people all over the all over the world. Man. Oh, that's Thank an you, awesome shout-out, Coach. Um, pointer, Mr. Colley. Uh, that's kind of hard to follow up, but I'm, I'm, you know, first of all, congratulations on the induction into the uh, Thank Tennessee you Coaches Hall of Fame. It's it's a big deal, and uh, I want everybody listening to this show to understand what a big deal it is. It is a big deal. And um, – 
And I'll tell you what else is a big deal. What the Murray County public school system does for the students and the athletes and the children that go to school under the Murray County public school system's banner. Mm-hmm. And I want people out there to understand how important public education is for everyone here in Murray County. Awesome. That's my shout out. Mr. Lindsay. Uh, real quick, I'm, I'll change uh, uh, lanes on us a little bit, but shout out to the Mount Pleasant High School golf team. Yeah. There you uh, go. Yeah. Last week, they, they participated that. in the state uh, golf match for the first time ever. So that's, uh, 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 you know, one of my fondest memories in high school was getting to, getting to play in, in the state baseball tournament. So those 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 five young men that got to play last weekend. Where was that held? Sevierville. Yep. Awesome. Sevierville. Very cool. So that, for the first time ever, they, they uh, competed and, and were eligible to compete in that. So shout out to those guys and their coach. Well, congratulations to them. Yeah, great shout out. Coach Mike. I want to give a shout out to the all the old school coaches, uh, <laughs> particularly Eddie. Uh, in, that includes in you. Yes. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, to the coaches I went against, uh, they were they cared about their players and the game enough to be demanding and to be tough. And as time we see, they become beloved as as time moves on. So, what a great shout out! My shout out is to the Tennessee Baseball Baseball Coaches Association for having the insight and to choose Mr. Eddie Bassham as a member of the Hall of Fame. Congratulations, sir. Well, thank you all again very much. A well-deserved honor. And I thank everyone for joining us on the show today. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus Saturdays at 10 a.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Hey gang, Carl Wayne Meekins here. I want you guys to come out and see us live on Veterans Day, 11, 11, 23, 7 p.m. Guitar and Cadillac Hall that sits right on top of Puckett's in Columbia, Tennessee. Got a huge lineup for you. We've got Troy Kemp, Katrina Burgoyne, myself and my band, and then the legend Jimmy Wayne's going to come in for a few songs. Going to be a big night in Columbia, and Columbia ain't going to be the same. Okay, so get your tickets at eventbrite.com, Guitar and Cadillacs, Carl Wayne Meekins. We'll see you there. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. 10pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Welcome back, everybody. It is time to talk to our favorite grocer, Miles Johnson. How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, buddy. What we got today at uh, Foodland? Well, this week we have ground chucks for three forty nine a pound, ribeye steaks six ninety nine a pound, sweet potatoes sixty nine cents a pound, green cabbage seventy nine cents a pound, food club vegetable oil three forty nine, and Coke six packs three for twelve. And I want to also mention this Friday, one day only, we have a special sale which includes Lando. Lakes butter three eighty eight each. Marie Calendar frozen pies five eighty eight each, and Domino sugars two eighty eight each. All right, some good deals as always, and uh, people need to come in and take uh, advantage of those great savings. Once again, you're located at uh, on West 7th Street, right there by the post office, open seven days a week. You're open 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. People need to come in and check out, and uh, you got a great staff as always. I appreciate them, and uh, Miles, you have a great week, so we'll talk to you next week, buddy. All righty, thank you. Thank you. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, 